for me, I knew what I wanted. And luckily, because I went to college and kind of an international college, mm -hmm. I had friends that were from Hong Kong that could help me search out for these types of factories and find these mm -hmm. contracts and really communicate to factories in Cantonese or Mandarin about yeah. what I was looking for. So that was one thing I, I would suggest if you have friends that um, either live in the country or who are close enough to who speak the language, even like working with Italian factories or any factory, if you have mm -hmm. someone who yeah. speak the language and like really gets the nitty gritty of what you want to do, um, mm -hmm. that's probably way more like useful than trying to you, you yourself cold call. Mm -hmm. I try to do a lot of research as much as I can. And that was literally, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, starting on Alibaba, which is a manufacturing directory and mm -hmm. just not even looking at their products, just going to their company profiles and looking at their own. I think one of the things is like, if they have a website is always a good thing. If they actually <laughs> listen to their factory conditions, like the actual, mm -hmm. like their footage and how many employees they have and like their um, certification licenses and all, if they list everything. And it also these licenses are like up to date. It gets really nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. They just have to do a lot of research. And then luckily then I would take all this information research and I would pass it on to friends of mine who would graciously have the time to help me like reach out to them in you know Cantonese or Mandarin and mm. figure out like how do I what how much money would I need to put up front to get involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what time? <laughs> I, I, I love I love it. Yes. Yeah. And Anthony like going back to you as a designer. Have you gone through like phases in life from finding out who you truly are as a person? Yeah. Um, and what is like that, like during that, you know, journey? Yeah. I think for me, like the phases definitely came in. I think a lot of the phases I can remember a lot of my, my personal growth happening in, in clothing, especially what, what I was wearing at the time um, and the outfits I was wearing. And I have so much like footage or photos from way back when, um, mm -hmm. from when I was in college of like, what I wore to my styling classes, what I wore to my people photography class, what I wore to, mm -hmm. I was wearing outfits. I mean, I wore some really questionable things, but they were all like basically building blocks of who I was. And now mm -hmm. this is not the end. I'm still always learning about who mm -hmm. I am. Um, but I try to channel that for design wise. I try to channel that in a way that's like, well, I want basically a freshly 18-year-old person in Omaha to see my Rachel dress and mm. fully be like, oh, yeah, that's me. I see that. That That is something that speaks to me. Um, mm. And they are also equally an LGBT, gay, lesbian, trans mm -hmm. person or a queer person, you know? Yeah. Um, and so basically I kind of re-reference my own outfits a lot of the time but then also I get a lot of inspiration from other brands that like I really truly like oh their design is so fresh or I love how they did this or presented that and I, I watch a lot of like creative like documentaries or videos or just whatever I can kind of get inspired by I'm always just like what can I get my hands on to like make mm -hmm. on your website okay. you just posted this like a short story about Luna Loveline yeah is that like inspiration on like certain 
piece of your clothing? Well, Lunar Loveline is a is a collaboration between uh, myself and one of my really close illustrator textile friends named James mm-hmm. Tai. James mm-hmm. Tai and I actually met in the School of Fashion at the Academy of Art, where mm-hmm. we would see each other like all the time. We would never we'd never say hi. We would just <laughs> see each other and just recognize that we were in the same place at the same time. We always like, oh, you're that really nice person. Oh, you're that gay person. Um, <laughs> so we reconnected over the pandemic and then basically they they had learned that I was starting to make things and make fashion. Um, and from there, basically they were like, we should collaborate, we should do something, we should try to make things together. And so we created this diffusion line together called Lunar Love Line, which is all inspired by like manga and anime from our early uh-huh. childhoods. Yeah. And every anything repertoire of like Sailor Moon to Tokyo Mew Mew to Robin. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm trying to think there's so many we referenced. I mean there's so many, but mm-hmm. so we wanted to kind of create a world and a story. I mean like I think we all remember when we were like if you're like a kind of a out of the popular kids like in middle school, high school, if you're not a popular kid, you were writing short stories and making short manga drawings or you were sketching in class or whatever and we mm-hmm. want to kind of yep. re- reintroduce <laughs> yeah. that idea through this collection so this first mm-hmm. capsule we did was two dresses and we also did um actually I'm wearing them we did clogs crocs uh-huh. so yeah. james did all the illustration i found the manufacturer to make these mm-hmm. um and basically just like communicate with the manufacturer so yeah we're actually working on our second capsule the second chapter with the support of the community, like we put it out to the community, of like what they want to see, what mangas did they love as, as you know, young kids or young mm-hmm. teens. And we got some really great feedback back, which is like, you know, something that I think is fun about fashion is that fashion doesn't have to be so serious in the way that it's like, you launch a collection every season, you launch yeah. a mm-hmm. whatever you have to, you know, keep doing the, keep doing the next thing. It's like, we can have fun with it in the way that it can be, such a flowing, tangible item that like it can be whatever whatever I want it to be. Cause mm-hmm. it's, you it's your I mean? brand, yeah. 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 I love your it. brand, your time. Yeah, it's my brand, it's my time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seem like um you are very busy. Um how do you make sure you know your work life balance? How do you separate that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I think it's like having, for me, work-life balance is like taking it day by day. I'm very much the person, I don't plan ahead more than like a month. Mm-hmm. I, I think as we realize that we've now lived through a global panorama, um, that it can cause serious outages in the world that I try not, I don't try to plan more than a month and a half in advance. It's day by day. Sometimes my work-life balance is like, okay, well, I was up until two in the morning on WeChat talking to the factory about a sew-by that I had mailed them and making sure they got it and making sure they get a sample of that Mm. sew-by. Oh, just so everyone knows. A sew-by is something that you make in your, you know, your first run in your own, your, in your own studio that you basically then put, you know, into a mailer, send it to your factory, and then they basically make a copy of it from what you sent them. They try to make, they pull it apart. They take all your pieces. Sometimes they don't even pull it apart. Sometimes they just look at it and they just can try to make something as close as you can to it. It's a lot cheaper than doing a pattern, but anyhow. So 
for me, it's like if I'm up late doing that, then I'm like, okay, well, tomorrow will just be like, I will lay in bed until noon mm -hmm. and just hang out and just go on TikTok or play games or something or like draw. And mm -hmm. then I'll start my day at, you know, at one o'clock or whatever. Cause I was up until however late. Um, yeah. But, some, but there's also sometimes when like, especially this Lunar Loveline collection, when we were getting down to the launch day, it was like, yeah, no, it's, I'm working like from basically 9 a.m. till end of the day seven, just to like make sure mm -hmm. things are on the website, make sure the socials are connected, make sure I have all my creative done, make sure there's like, there's so much that goes mm -hmm. into that. Yeah. I'm just kind of, we're, I'm revving back into starting to launch something here soon. With your designs as well and how broad it is yeah. and stuff, each of the product has its own name. Mm -hmm. And with this name, what is the names of these people? What are they to you? Yeah. So one thing that I love to do is that I love to name my pieces off of real people in my life or people that have like inspired me or supported me or have been like, you know, just in my life in a, in a way that like has been a nice, like nice constant or like something that's been just, you know, ongoing. I'd love to name my pieces after people. It's also the thing is, I think when I was first starting, it was also hard to name the pieces because it's like, <laughs> do I name them something? A lot of fashion brands either name their pieces after people or they yes. name them as numbers or they name them <laughs> untitled white blouse number three. I don't know. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was a nice homage and like people are like always really surprised and like um, delighted by it, which is really like a fun, it's also a feeling thing too. Like people are very like, they feel good when they see like their, their name is inspired, you know, or mm -hmm. it's a part of a piece. Mm -hmm. But like this last collection I just did called Joy was all the pieces were inspired by the community. So like the community, I put it out to me, like if you could name someone in your life that really like loves you or supports you, who would that be? Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of responses. And so it was just matching names and descriptions to pieces. And so a lot of the pieces are inspired by my community's like, you know, community. I love it because like, I thought like the, each of the, like the name of it, it kind of reminds me of a similar as Taylor Swift's album, you know, how it's like personal, <laughs> how it's like, oh, this happened to my life or oh, this person's just like, you know, like my best friend who I've gone through this and that, like, yeah, yeah, I, I love that. And I think more brands should be more like sharing their stories mm -hmm. and also like into more of like their struggles as well mm -hmm. and say, hey, look at me now and stuff. I have a massive, massive question. With all of this priorities and like how you explain work and life balance, do you have inspiration in your life that's happening right now? Upcoming work. Oh gosh, yeah. What is inspiring me right now? I mean, I think for me, kind of what's inspiring me now is like, ugh, I hate to use the word nostalgia because it's like so <laughs> It's so thrown around and people are like, people's nostalgia is so different. Everyone has a different version of nostalgia. Of I my version of nostalgia was really like, like I'm very much re-inspired by like how I grew up with my mom in, mm. in Washington. And that yeah. was like, and that was like the dichotomy of like listening to Three Doors Down in the car and then listening to Dolly Parton. And then, <laughs> and then it skips to Nickelback. And then it goes like, it was, one cd that had like rock a little bit of country on it like mainly dolly and 
like yeah, that that's kind of nostalgia i'm remembering or like remembering like going to a park every friday because it was hot and where i'm from it was very very hot so the only mm. pool, open pool situation was this like outdoor fountain thing so it's like that's <laughs> nostalgia i kind of i'm kind of going back to in my in my work and that is kind of translating in like colors and and textures rather than like mm-hmm. i'm like focusing on doing a, another print collection right now with james for our lunar love line diffusion mm-hmm. line that's kind of what's right now i mean a, it's a big question and i'm like <laughs> what is it what, what is inspiring me right now yeah <laughs> i love it we're not designers and we, that's why I asked that question because we wanted to go through like how do you get inspiration of mm-hmm. each of these products because yeah. each of these products is so interesting and the way it was like designed especially mm-hmm. with the Rachel dress you have that string at the side where it's like you adjust it you know to the mm-hmm. waist and, and it kind of like hugs to your body yeah yeah I mean, especially those two I think the more like technical thought was for me was like um I can't make this dress larger than a large because it's this fabric. I only have a certain amount of fabric to make like a certain Mm -hmm. amount of pieces. And so Mm -hmm. I use a lot of dead stock and available stock um, or fabric in my work. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. That Masha really hit me. (laughs) (laughs) She hit me right in the gut. And so with that dress, that dress especially, it's made from a really nice specialty fabric that was only available in a dead stock form. And so I was like, okay, well, I could essentially make these this these three sizes, basically they, they are gonna be like extra large, 2X, 3X, but when you cinch it in, then it can become a large, a medium, and a small, because when you cinch them, then they hug you to mm-hmm. a nice shape. And that was, that was kind of my, my technical workaround of like, okay, well, I can't really make these into extended sizes, but I can basically, do some trickery mm. and make them like to a variety of different sizes. And there's a few other dresses I've made too that have that same that same mind and thought process where there is like a kind of a a cinch. Mm-hmm. I personally like went to your pop up when you have a pop up in Hayes Valley. And when I went there, I tried on this dress. I love this dress specifically. It's like the Audrey Hepburn with a ribbon at the at the, the arms. Yeah. What's the name of it again? If in mind, like. The, oh, it's the um uh, the Amara. The Amara. The Amara. I'm inserting the image there. The Amara it, itself is just so elegant. The way it was so well done by the chest area, Thank you. and 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 the way it's like on the arms, it's it's perfect, Anthony. That's like wow. Yeah. The other favorites, personal favorites, is the Carl. The Carl. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Lucas. Lucas rocked it on that photo shoot. Oh, yeah. And yes. And he looked so elegant. And it kind of reminds me of the Filipiniana in the Philippines and mm-hmm. the arms area. Do you have anything that's upcoming? Is that what you're wearing right now? Is that something that you're... No, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a nasty gal dress I've had since 20, 2015. <gasps> I love nasty. And then this is something I stole from, this is a sweater I stole from uh, the School of Fashion styling <laughs> closet. <laughs> that's, that's this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw all the, the Copenhagen, all the Copenhagen girlies wearing their sweaters like this. Just with the arms down and like, 
I want to do that. Look cute, well, you know, though. It go well together. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, upcoming for me, I'm working on the, the last chapter of my personal capsule. It's called Tender, Joy, and Fear. Tender was the first part of the capsule. Joy just came out, and then Fear will come out later, later in time. But right now, I'm also working on just the Lunar Love Line capsule with James, and mm-hmm. getting that hopefully ready Hopefully by August, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we can't plan. We cannot plan a month ahead. So <laughs> I know I'm, I'm day by day. Whatever I'm feeling, it has to happen. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready for the rest of your day? Um. Yeah, I need to actually clean my studio because it looks like someone fully came in, into it with a weed whacker. <laughs> fabric. It was like bags of fabric everywhere. There's like. And, and also in my brain, too, I'm like, oh, maybe I should go to Goodwill and see if there's any good fabric. I can make something for, t-. you know what I mean? I'm like, but no, I have enough fabric, Anthony. Use the fabric you got. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. stop. <laughs> I actually just finished a custom blazer before I went on Ooh. staycation last week. So I feel like I'm coming down from that because that blazer took a lot of my technical prowess and I was very tired. <laughs> you really appreciate, like, how your advocacy and what you stand for sharing your story of your journey, who you are now. If you could go back to the old Anthony where it before it all started, what is your advice to that Anthony back then? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'd be like, why are you like this? Calm down. <laughs> um, I would just say like, you're do- I mean, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think my advice, not even advice, I think just something I would let you know is that like all you can do in life is just make the right decision anything and anyone ever is ever trying ever is trying to do is make the right decision and so i wouldn't try to double back on any decisions that you make because ultimately like if you're not standing firmly in your conviction like you're not really living you're just making the right decision it's all you're doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love it well, you really, like, I can say as another cure person, you really have touched me. And, you know, like, how... Well, I did, well, so, yeah, I did touch you when you came to the pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that way. I'm just saying, like, you, you really touched me by your story and, and how strong you are as an individual, you know, you. and how, how you still continue to fight for, um, for equality. <laughs> <laughs> I hope many more um, designers are like you out there mm-hmm. more, like, that comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, thank you both for having me, you know, and supplying my morning with some greens. Of course. I need mean, love- logos. <laughs> <laughs> that will be in the making. What is your advice to fellow queer designer out there that's starting their products? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that if you're a queer person and you're making product, I think you have to also come to the fact in the terms that your products will ultimately be queer themselves. I think the thing is you should lean into that and you should lean into that light when it comes to being a queer person. You, Every queer person has an interesting story to tell and I think every queer person has a different life a different life they've lived. And if you can bring product into, into the market that helps, makes your quality of life better, um, <laughs> I think you should focus, focus on that. God, sorry, Jesus. Oh Masha. The monster's really getting <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's early in the morning, it's noon. Um, but no, I think as long as you lean into your queerness in 
a life that helps you make product that tells your story, I think you should totally do that and not try to make heteronormativity. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. What is that word? That is such a, a big word. <laughs> heteronormativity. Mm -hmm. it's, when, it's when people try to basically be like you live by the standards of how hetero people have put in place for us in general. Like mm -hmm. yes. get a good job, get a degree, get married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. Ah, that's an interesting word. That's like the first time I heard about it. <laughs> but everyone's still learning and growing. But anywho, we <laughs> enjoyed your time here, Anthony, and we really love your present and where can they see your product yeah. next? Like, do you have any upcoming pop up? You know, um, yeah. You, um, if anyone likes to like check out my work and take a look at it, um, the website is endourlabel.com. And you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram. That's kind of where the two places I like to post a lot. Um, it's just and our label. And basically, I just post about how I make things, fabric shopping, you know, so you kind of get, get a taste of my life. Perfect. Thank you so much, Anthony. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, too. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed our episode of our podcast today. Before you go, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, matchatalk underscore podcast. Don't forget, our TikTok account, it's matchatalks. All right. We hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>